Welcome to This Is Why I Teach, a podcast series highlighting Kentucky teacher voices and stories produced by Go Teach KY and the Kentucky Department of Education. My name is John and I'll be your host. Today we welcome Allison Stacy from Turkey Foot Middle in Kenton County. Thank you for joining us. Hi, hello, hola. Hola, como esta usted? Muy bien, y soy la maestra de español. <laughs> All righty. Well, um, our first question, why and how did you pursue a career in teaching? Okay, so why I pursued a career in teaching is when I was in school, I was always smart and I was good in all of my classes, but I wasn't ever like the best at anything. I mean, I was good and I got old, but when I got to Spanish, it was like my thing. And, you know, I didn't get to start it until the ninth grade. So that's pretty late in your schooling career. And I just felt like, well, this is my thing. And it took me so long to find it. So I just wanted other kids to have the opportunity to see that you might be good at a lot of different things. And then how I pursued it, I went to Western Kentucky University for my undergrad, which is like three and a half hours from where I live. But I visited their campus and everybody who visits their campus pretty much goes there once you see it. So that's where I went and I majored in Spanish. And then like they have special programs at Western, you major in like the content area and then you just take some education classes alongside. Thank you. What is one thing you wish you had known when you began your teaching career? There's a lot more to teaching than just your content area. I mean, I went to school because I wanted to be a Spanish teacher, but a lot of what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis doesn't have all that much to do with Spanish. There's just a lot more going on behind the scenes than just your content. So you have to love kids and you have to love teaching, not just love your content. The teacher's energy level sets the tone for the whole classroom. So like on the days that you're tired and don't want to be there, the kids can sense that and feel that and it will be evident in the whole classroom environment. So, so the teacher kind of sets the tone. Very true. What is one common myth about teaching that you would like to debunk? I think that there's a misconception out there about the extra hours and overtime that teachers work for no pay. I think if you plan yourself out effectively, you won't have to work a lot of overtime for grading and planning. And I also think if you approach your school and say, I would like to do this to help kids, is there any way I could be paid to do it? I think oftentimes they can find a way to find some type of monetary compensation if you're willing to go above and beyond to help the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great answer. What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career in teaching? Try not to be too hard on yourself. Everybody's human. And and then my other piece of advice is to take care of your own mental and physical health because I'm a big like health nut and a big proponent of making yourself a priority. And don't, don't put the classroom above everything else because if you're not in good shape, you can't have a good classroom environment. Great advice. What are the best resources that have helped you along the way? One thing I'll say is other people, um, if you reach out and say, I'm looking for something like this, I have different Spanish teachers that I ask all the time. And then I just started teaching middle school last year. So some of my stuff from the high school wasn't going to work. So I would ask the sixth grade teachers, what's something you guys do? 
for this because what I had for high school isn't going to work for sixth grade. Other people can be the biggest resource. And then honestly, I'll just Google like games about this Spanish activity free. And then I'll just look through the results and see what I get. And I've found a lot of good activities that way that don't cost any money. And they're tons of fun. And especially with the virtual learning this year, I feel like I've just put myself out there trying to find as much as I can. It's been a common thread is the human resources. Right. Tell me about a student that changed how you teach. I had a student, not them, but their parent called and complained about me my second year teaching and said it's too hard and my kid's a straight A student, but they have a C in Spanish and that teacher's too hard and it's too much work. Nobody can keep up with it. And I don't really think the parent was right, but when I looked at my lesson plans, I thought, well... I could take out this long written assignment here and replace it with something more fun and interactive that will tell me the same information about what this student knows. And from that point forward, I kind of made it a habit to do a little bit less written work and try to get the kids engaged a little bit more in different ways that didn't require amount of paperwork. Who are three people who have been the most influential to you? So... In my career, there's kind of two teachers that have had a big impact on me. And one was when I was in middle school, a writing teacher. We still had to do those writing portfolios. And I really wanted to get distinguished. And he was really hard. And he really, really pushed me. And I did wind up getting it. So, but he would tell me what I wasn't good at and have me improve on it. And then my Spanish teacher, when I was in high school, she had a big impact on me, and we're actually still friends and live in the same neighborhood just by chance. I just happened to move here, so we still keep in contact. I do a lot of the same activities that she used to do in class, and my middle school kid kind of feeds into the high school that I went to, so she has a big impact on me. In my career, she's always helping me. For my third person, I will say that my husband is one of the reasons that I can be as good of a teacher as I can, like right now I can hear them. My kids are running around like crazy downstairs and he helps me out and we're a team in this. And I, I would not be as successful in my career if I didn't have his support and back me up at home and helping me on the home front with my two little kids. Absolutely. Our spouses can be a big, big support for our teaching. What teaching challenges have you faced during COVID-19 and how have you overcome them? Back in March, I didn't have a platform to use to communicate with my students. We had kind of made Google Classrooms there at the last second, but not every kid had a computer, and it was kind of a mess, and I, I, didn't, I didn't get through to them the first part. But over the summer, my district really stepped it up. I mean, they have gone above and beyond with, like, the trainings and the support they've given us. And now it's almost like the way my district does it is I teach kids who are at their house at the exact same time as kids are in the room. So we are on the Google Meet live talking to each other and there's kids in the room talking to me. And just overall having the support of my district and the programs in place has really helped me stay organized and make sure that I'm giving them as good of an education virtually as they would get in the classroom. And I, I think it's been really good so far. Like from August until now, I feel really confident in my ability to teach online compared to what it was back in March. Sure. 
it's amazing how people have pivoted and, and really and really stepped up and, and come up with some great creative solutions. Where do you see yourself in five years and where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oh my gosh. Well, right now I'm in kind of a difficult stage of life just because I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So when I'm not in the classroom, all of my time and energy kind of goes towards that, um, which is a good thing. In five years, still at my current school, I love the middle school level. I don't, I don't see myself going back to high school after this and just raising my family. But yeah, professionally, I still want to be in the classroom. I don't have any desire to like move up or anything like that. Well, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, there are people who stay in there for 30, 35 years, 40 years. And Well, thank you for all this. What final thoughts do you have for us? My final thoughts is don't listen to all the trolls on Facebook about teaching and teachers. You should talk to a real teacher and see how it really is because schools are a good place and there's a lot of fun and positive things there. So that doesn't always get shown to the general public, but I want you to know that teachers are happy and kids are happy and it can be a really great place. My name is Allison Stacy, and this is why I teach. Well, thank you so much, Allison, and thank you to our listeners. Be sure to be on the lookout for our next installment of This is Why I Teach, and remember, a teacher affects eternity. They can never tell where their influence stops. Have a great day. <laughs>